everyone, I'm BJ Ryan. Episode 123 is proudly sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. Terry is uh, down south at the moment. Uh, so we are zooming in for a remote edition of your West Australian Racing podcast. Great to see you, Guru. Yeah, good to see you too, BJ. Just thought I'd uh, get down south and um, celebrate. I had a really good result actually on Friday. So I uh, took the family down south with the uh, the frequent fryer collect from um, <laughs> from the first on on Good Friday actually, Beach. So yeah, tickled pink. Gonna go collect a ticket just after uh, this podcast. Actually, so I'm looking forward to getting down there and uh, yeah, filling up the wheelbarrow. So clearly, you turned your phone off immediately after the race and uh, just. No, what, what, why, why would I need to turn it on? I've only just switched it back on for the first time. So why, why would I need to bother? Yeah, that's thought right. it really thought it really stretched out over the last 50 meters of that 2200 yeah. BJ. And, never, um, never in doubt, was it? No, never, no, never in doubt. Never exactly doubt. right. So, <laughs> just another day in uh, WA racing, hey? Tell you what, it's a good one though. My old, old man used to say, um, "There's a thousand. There's, there's what do you say? There's a thousand ways to get beaten in racing." And yeah. I thought I'd found most of them over the journey. Yeah. Um, I've never had one that's weighed in light, so I haven't had that one yet. So that's that's coming. That's coming on. So yeah. that's coming on that's Saturday. Coming. Now I've said that. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is this was a new one. So uh, yeah, how's how's that? Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, when you when that whole uh, incident bubbled over. That was one of the first things that that uh, I thought of was your old man could add it to uh, his list of add ways to, to get be- beaten. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I uh, I reckon I reckon his exact reaction would have been, "You're fucking kidding." Me. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been his words. That would have been his quote. That would have been his tone. What was your tweet? That'll basically. The, I think the it was same. similar to that. No, so I, I, didn't, very, I didn't really think about it a great deal. Very just, similar. Uh, very similar tone. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, anyway, that'll do me or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then how, how did you see my tweet later that day? Uh, you, you, the uh, the irony, the yeah. irony in flying home from Qantas and then leaving my bag in Canberra. Like frequent fryer is the name of the horse. Frequent flyer, obviously. I just thought you are kidding me. And then later that day, Qantas leave my bag in Canberra. I just thought, like, I just, I was genuinely just at the airport laughing to myself. Everybody's outraged because half the people on the plane lost their bags or didn't get their bags that yeah. day. Um, yeah, I just thought it was a bit of a uh, yeah, a bit of comedy, BJ. Sometimes a world just has a way. You got to laugh it off though. And uh, look, it's um. It's happened. We move on. I don't think any any individuals need to be blamed or any yeah. anybody needs to be uh, anybody needs to be um, yeah singled out. I guess no, I'm I saying. I don't, I don't but, think uh, so. The, the to- processes the processes need to be looked at. I think in regards to how it's occurred, but. We can move on if you want. We don't yeah, have yeah. to. We can talk about it for longer. I don't. Really, I, I don't really have much to add. I've, I've unplugged a little bit uh, over school holidays and, and Easter. So, um, but all I will add is just to what you said. To me, this just points to the. This is just another example that points to something greater in terms of how we're running our game, our industry, and how we need to get better in a whole lot of areas. And this is just. One of them. I imagine that there is a clearance procedure before before the starter can let them go, and I'm assuming that the stewards clear the track, make sure there's no obstacles on the track, make sure that uh, it's safe, and then they hand over to the starter. And I would have thought that part of the stewards' checklist in terms of their 
um, before they hand the the, uh, the reins over to the starter to let them jump is to make sure that the uh, the barriers are in the right starting position. So I would imagine that there's a checklist in place uh, that allows the stewards to clear the track, hand over to the starter, and I'm assuming that on the checklist is making sure that the um, the, uh, the the barriers are in the right starting position. So um, ultimately, the stewards run the the meeting, and um, and obviously there was some. Mistakes made that led up to the barriers being in the wrong spot, but there are checks and there has to be checks and balances in place to correct this before we let them go. That's all I'll add to that. So, so, so mm-hmm. what you said about the processes falling down mm-hmm. on the day is is exactly the the right approach. So we just need to tidy that up. We need to tidy up a lot of things in in our game, Terry, and we just need to start. Getting- yeah, I reckon Perth Racing's a little bit like a seven-year-old's bedroom at the moment, BJ. Just needs a bit of tidying up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hopefully, I, I see that the uh, the new uh, CEO has um, James Oldridge Oldring has, has taken over, and and hopefully um, we can there can be a bit of life breathed into the organisation. But this is more this is more on the um, the 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 Rawa side of things. This this barrier incident, and um, well, uh, so. I just think we need to try to get elite at these little things. Let's just get the little things right. Let's just and um, and the industry can grow from there. But at the moment, it just doesn't feel like we're we're really uh, setting the standards from a racing point of view in in many areas. And we just need to get better across the board. And um, and this is just another example of that. Um, Terry, you're uh, you're down south. You've been away to Canberra for a wedding. You're down south having a bit of a break. I'm on school holidays uh, with our three little kids and um, trying to do a little bit of work. So what we've decided to do is just to launch pretty much straight into West Speed Autumn Platinum Series final day. Bit of a mouthful. You no, know, it's, all, it's all also known as. You can just shorten it actually, BJ. Just, yeah. I reckon you know what I'm going to say <laughs> here. Not only you. <laughs> I can already see your face going here. It comes. Yeah. <laughs> you can just shorten it to yeah, just a dog shit day, I reckon, BJ, because this is – this is uh, this is diabolical. I'm just, I'm in shock. What I'm having to deal with here, like, us, yeah, gee, gee whiz. I thought, oh, success play's gone up four fifty. Maybe that could be a bet. It's already gone. Like, this is just a, this is thin, isn't it? Thin, this is. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think the conversation. I think the conversation went. Uh, uh, something like last night on Terry and I's WhatsApp chat. Um, something about Terry said something. This is quite thin, and I said, yeah. Or otherwise known as dog shit, and then I added white dog shit, which yeah, is as bad as it could. It's one that spot, Spotty did in the backyard about a month ago that I should have cleaned up, or about three months ago that I should have cleaned up. It's um, it's mummified. This card is mummified. I, I can't see how we can do a Mandy at the end of the show because there's barely a runner over 20 to 1. There's not enough. Uh, there's not big enough field. So yeah, anyway, yeah. do you know what there is, BJ? If there's nine races, do you know how many winners there's going to be? Potentially nine, but you potentially never potentially nine. Potentially nine. On the right journey. <laughs> <laughs> there should be. Oh, there should be nine. Uh, all things there going should well. Should be nine. Yeah. Um, yeah but uh, but yeah, no, I was. Um, uh, it's interesting. I was. I was. I was up late doing form. Um, my partner Lee was was on on the couch, and I was just chatting to her, and I was just like, you know what? I, th- I think I think my form. Former studying days could be over. I said, I just can't. I just can't get enthused, enthused about this meeting one bit. I said I could be finished, but um, but anyway, I knew that we had the the show today and that we'd have a bit of a laugh and we'd try and find a few winners for the listeners. But it was uh, it was a bit of a um, 
was a bit of a tough sell to get really stuck in, stuck, um, get his teeth stuck right into this card. But um, that's what we're here for. So let's uh, let's dig in and uh, and try and lift and maybe try to um, breathe a bit of life into this card uh, from a one-one point of view. Sorry, so let's get rolling straight in this preview. Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Westspeed Platinum Autumn Series final day. That's a mouthful. Westspeed Platinum Autumn Series final day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we are teaming up to record episode 123 of the 1-1. That's your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's just after 10.30am on Thursday, the 7th of April. Geraldton, Crayfish Coast today. Ascot Sunday. Albany Sunday. And it's Ascot and Kalgoorlie on our Anzac Day public holiday this Monday, Guru. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, racing, 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 racing. But most importantly, we've got nine crackers to view here, BJ. Nine belters. Yeah. Oh, you were throwing to me for the, <laughs> the, the preamble, which yeah. I always forget. Uh, episode 100, what are we up to? 123. Mate, I'm always, I've always said after 124 episodes, I'll, I'd middle it. So next week could be our <laughs> week. Uh, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market, city meets, get our stakes, competition, stakes, competition. Um, and don't forget, <laughs> semi final number two, Mitchell Pateman, Kate Witten go head to head to take on Jordan Turner in the final of our uh, mastermind, WA Racing Mastermind Jockeys versus Trainers competition, BJ. Maybe we should change the name of this episode. So instead of it being West Speed Platinum Autumn Series Final Stakes, day uh it could just be uh, uh mastermind semi-final two day so i hey, think that's Pateman versus witten day Pateman versus witten day because i think that's definitely going to be the highlight of uh mm. of this particular episode of your west australian pod uh, <laughs> racing podcast so terry the bet fair edge have you did you did you do one while you were away last week are you doing one this yeah. week what's happening we recorded it remotely and it was it was hard old work, I'd tell you what, technology and we haven't had a producer. Our producer's a star actually, Sammy Fantasia, but uh, yeah, no, it took us about three hours to record a 40-minute show, but uh, we got there, but uh, no, back in Perth for tomorrow's episode and um, have no idea about any guests or anything, BJ. I haven't, haven't sorted the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. <laughs> I'll get there. You'll get there. One, uh, just one step at a time. Um, all right. Let's get cracking on uh, West Speed Autumn Series Final Day. It's uh, the rail is back in the true position for this meeting. It's maximum mm-hmm. twenty eight degrees, sunny, and there's a few easterlies are blowing, Terry. So, uh, what's yeah. your read on uh, what are we looking for, like pattern wise, early? Uh, I think we just allowed for a fair deck. It was the same sort of conditions yesterday, at twelve meters, and it played uh, off pace, if anything, or just allowed you to make uh, good ground, um, which is why I was pretty happy to see Lady Tornado punch the breeze. Sit and sprint on a day. They're making ground. Oh, that was pretty astute um, tactically. Let's talk about a few of the birdie. Birdie eagle was, was, uh, was yeah. A nice birdie watch eagle. Let's go forward and fire a horse up when the leader's coming off a setback up in trip. Obviously it missed work. Let's go forward and fire up and sit three deep the trip. No worries. That's that's a good decision. Let's um let's park Barrow Magic last on a slow tempo and not make a move mid race and then see it for hit the line hard. That's no, another good decision. So no, I'm pretty happy with um pretty happy with. I'm just I'm in a, I'm in a grumpy mood actually. So <laughs> I'm going to offend a few people. Over the next 45 minutes because that's how long this goes for bj only 45 minutes but um allow for a fair i don't know a, a week a week's now. a long time in racing though because this time last week you're on you're on top of the racing world weren't you I, think good, oh, I thought you had a good wednesday last week and then oh no we're still going right yeah, still i just like right. to i don't i just like to whinge about the yeah i like to we found we found magic mike in the first there you go there's some positivity we found nobility we, uh, we need to was, uh, we need to talk about mike 
Yeah, Magic Mike. So Nobility was a good result at first. And Guard the Safe was a good result yesterday as well. Lucy gave that a 10. Um, yeah. Chrissy Parnham was off crook yesterday. Not not COVID, I've, I've been told. So he'll be riding on uh, Saturday as long as he's recovered from his ailment. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's not all negative. I just like to talk about the negative stuff. So, Matt, just let's something positive. Magic Mike Santich, one of our favourites, uh, cult, cult hero at the 1-1, he has had four winners and from his last 12 runners, basically. He's a pro, yeah. Denim Pack, he's a pro and Nobility, and he's got the team in again on um, on Saturday. So Yeah, there's no reason he can't have another winner, I think. Yeah. I think Denim Pack might find it tough in that grade, but he's yeah. a pro. He's it's, a pro, yeah. a very, very, very even, even sort of looking field. So, um, yeah, I reckon it wouldn't have been an easy decision for Lactata to opt for Piccolo Signora, but he obviously does a lot of riding and he's the stable man for Neville Parnham, so it's understandable. But uh, he's flying, nah, man, Magic Mike, when he's, you know what we've always said, when he's when his team gets up and about, they're, yeah. they're unstoppable. They're probably the most <laughs> unstoppable yard in Western Australia, I'd say. <laughs> no, he's doing honest, tr- him and his team are doing a tremendous job with a very small string of horses and uh, they punch above their weight um, at times, that is for sure uncertain. So uh, looking forward to uh, getting rolling here. Guru yep. Race One is the Morley Growers Market Plate, eleven forty-eight a.m. early start for the nine race card, and um, it's a one thousand meter race for the two-year-olds. Smart horse here in Swear to God uh, heads the field. Um, the only winner in the race, uh, Russell Stewart Lactar Ramoli, claiming one point five these days, but uh, I reckon it might face a bit of stiff opposition from first upper, Miss Dracova, Chris Parnham, Neville Parnham. Uh, what are your thoughts on the two-year-old juvenile race to kick things off? Ah, oh, well, if they go forward on Swear to God, I, I don't think there's a huge amount of speed showing in the trials from a lot of the others. They even looked happy to sit on um, Miss Dracova. So, uh, look, if they go forward on Swear to God, it is all she wrote, I would suggest, as mm-hmm. long as she hasn't tra- – uh, he, sorry, as long as he hasn't trained off. I think he'll win and win well, but uh, tactically I'm – yeah, I just I can I can already see their brains ticking. Oh, we sat outside the leader last start and folded. Maybe we go back here from the wide gate. And if they did that, then you wouldn't want to be on. So at a dollar ninety. So um, yeah, I don't know. There's just tactically, I'm I don't know what they're thinking anymore. Like I yeah I I it is. Uh, I'm bereft. I'm bereft, BJ. Um, so swear to so God. Roll, swear for, to God. roll forward, swear roll to God forward, wins. Wins by three. Okay. Should just go forward and win by three. But uh, yeah, $1.90. I'm not going to be uh, jumping in unless it drifts out. And yeah, you'd love to hear an interview where they say we'll be going forward and being aggressive and mm-hmm. probably putting him out for a spell after that. He's got a big future, swear to God. Yeah, it goes good, swear to God. Lovely Colt. Uh, ran into Snowdome the other day, so that form's uh, pretty good. Come out of one the size last Saturday. Uh, uh, for- the size isn't – we're not counting the size as a horse race. No. That was a joke. Nah, someone's going to – yeah, that's just – that's shambles. Yeah, just it was Absolute, good. utter shambles. I like, even like just happy to sit three deep and not even – if they're going that slowly, I don't understand the amble up to sit three deep. Just go on with it. Well, Try and put a little – because well, you can even, catch even, everyone uh, napping and you can put like – Even outside leader um, had, an, uh, like, had an opportunity to – if Brad didn't want to lead, just just well, just, just just keep just just push, and you don't you wouldn't. And have to, what about Nunes? Nunes, yeah. they they showed some early aggression, and then it just reef it up and sit yeah. three deep. Like why? Well, what's the idea of that? I, I just don't understand that it's poison to be leading. Like I actually, you can look at it one way. Brad Parnham was probably the best rider of the race because he's oh, you're letting me away. You're giving me letting me away with murder. 
Um, while obviously they wanted to have a sit on Snowdome 1100 or 1400, I completely understood. We thought horses like Sweet the Lee, Union Jack could go forward. Yeah, I think, um, I think Union Jack was probably the one that they made the blue. I think Paul Jordan, it just I, I was surprised that they just didn't have a crack, to be honest. So mm, um, that was probably yeah. the one for but me. You can, but that's, it's not necessarily on, on the leader because he's won the race and it's probably a pretty <laughs> – well, he's controlled well, you, it and got away with better. Well, I, I, I think, I think reason, I can, but you're not. I think I, all I can say is Brad went slow the whole way, so it wasn't as if he he sort of set a set a good clip and then anchor dropped. It was just a slow race from the start. Mm. Uh, whereas earlier earlier in the day, uh, see Scooter? Scooter, Scooter's machine actually yeah. uh, established. Uh, established a tempo and then between the 1200 and the thousand just jammed on the brakes and it was unsafe um, and the stewards yeah. the stewards did the um, did the right thing by inquiring into into the ride there on scooter's machine and and finding Christy better accordingly she is an apprentice though so I'd like to see them follow through with similar um, invest in similar inqu- lines of inquiry, even when it comes to senior riders as well. But my thing is, you can go slow, but don't go quick and then anchor drop because that's when the safety safety becomes an issue. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree a hundred percent. The uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. The so, anchor drops are uh, extremely, extremely, extremely dangerous. The anchor drops. So yeah, I, I also I also think it's sort of yeah. It, Detrimental to your horse's chances a lot of the time as well. Yeah, reefing them up and not a lot of these horses that are front runners. It's because they can uh, get the other horses off the bit and chasing, and they can sustain sort of that speed for the entirety of the race. If if so many of them they're letting them level up and then trying to out sprint them, but you've let the good sit and sprinters level up to you, and they're going to run a quicker last two, quicker last four, quicker last six. It's so a double it's- double negative as well because you're fighting the horse, <sighs> you're fighting the horse, and you're not you're not. Um, you're not gaining any any margin over anything, so all the en- yeah, exactly all the energy right. you're expending fighting and the horse fighting you gets it's just fuel fuel that you don't have for late in the race. So um, tell you what, when I come back in my next life, I'm going to be a great jockey. <laughs> Uh, All right, so race one. I actually think Miss Dracova is a really, really nice filly, $150,000 yearling. I actually flagged her on that in that debut, and that was a really hot race uh, back in on the 6th of November. So Miss Dracova's run fifth on debut. Uh, The winner was Street Parade. Snowdome was in that race, I think ran second. Kostya's Crown ran third. And Miss Dracova on that occasion beat home a horse by the name of Man Crush. So that was a very hot November two-year-old race that she competed in, came back, won a 400-meter trial on the 28th of March and then a 1,000-meter trial at Belmont on the 11th of April. She's ready to rock and roll first up. I think Mr. Kova can take it right up to swear to God. And with the way that the market is at the moment with swear to God, odds on, and Mr. Kova, what she, around the 350 mark, then uh, Mr. Kova's uh, the bet for me. Oh, okay. Yep. I like it. That's yep. good. We don't we don't really know how good Mr. Cobra is, so yep. it's uh, that does. It's glad it's good she's in this race. That's a real uh, little bit of intrigue. Anyway, race number two, the Bell Hus Racing Staples handicap over the um, fourteen hundred meters, seventy two plus. Got his chosen. Gets it's two weeks between races after trial trial race on Monday, Monday, Saturday. Yep. Um, yeah. Look, two thirty. It's going to go around. It's going to go around. Got his chosen prices probably. Because of its name for a while here, and that's why that's probably a bit of a concern. Um, yeah, I think the big question you just got to pose yourself here is: Do you think the horse will improve? Um, and uh, if if so, you, you probably have it on top. At Loon, the winner there actually it came up. It actually travelled nicely, but they all travelled nicely because they went so they slowly. Went so slow, so it, was, yeah. it was easy. Yeah, it was easy to travel nicely, but um, 
Look, Star Alliance going to get this pretty soft out in front, you'd suspect. Yep. Um, Holly got a pretty soft last start with comes a time in the breeze. So it's probably not going to be a great deal, uh, great deal different. I'd love to see if that is the case. I'd love to see a really aggressive jockey like Simone Altieri, and I hope they do say this to her because Start the Fryer is a horse that can sustain a run, and yep. I'm not tipping Start the Fryer. I just love to see if they're going real slowly for her not to just amble up. I'd love to see Start the Fryer try and go from the eight, nine, a thousand, and try and put them away, and that, that's probably a chance of a blowout here. Is um, Start the Fryer. Um, Simone on Start the Fryer really showing some intent if they do go that slowly, BJ. But well, start, um, the fryer, like, start the Fryer on Star Line of Cross Swords in the past in Kalgoorlie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, in Start the, the Fryer cool was, uh, sprint. Is that right? Was the Start the Fryer was the winning? Yeah. Angela Johnston was on that yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, went around about one of the many times Start the Fryer has won at 30 or 40 to 1 or yeah. 100 to 1 as some of the lads in. Uh, some of the lads, no Deccan and, and his mates. Um, but yeah, look, that, that's the decision you need to make as a punter here. Do you think God has chosen will improve enough to turn the tables on Star Star Align? It should be on its back. Um, they probably won't go that quickly. Who will that suit? And then do you think Export Man, after its last run, can go on with it? And is it the one to knock him off? So I really don't know, BJ, and the, the current market doesn't excite me. So I'm just going to watch this one. Uh, I think God has chosen. Might, might, have five, might have five bucks on Start the Fry just to, just to be a uh, peanut. Well, it won't, won't, be, to one. won't be the first time. Uh, so what about a horse like Denim Pack, Magic Mike, Lactar, rolling forward, trying to chance their arm, uh, low weight, maybe even holding out star line and, and leading? Something, some, someone has to do something a little bit different here, I think. Um, but Denim Pack won a trial by five lengths leading, I think, yep. at the start of this prep. So, yep. yeah, potentially I, I can't have just on class, I can't have anything beating those three though. I, mean, yeah, I don't no. know anything about great, great powers, but that would be a fair effort off. 210 days uh, for a seven-year-old mare, first up Summer Dixon to come over and beat this lot. So, yeah, I think one of those three win, but none of the prices are really all that enticing. I mean, you could you could suggest that the $3.60 star aligns, probably not a, a horrible quote for the horse that's going to get it soft in, a, in effectively, in my mind, a three-horse race. So, yeah, yeah I don't know, BJ. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that God has chosen. Lindsay Smith's going to ramp this fellow up yep. second up, and I think he might. He could he could uh, make a mess of him. Could be a panel's job. God has chosen. Make a mess of him. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I've got him. Very like, good. I got him dollar ninety five. I think he's just um. Ooh. He'll he'll launch off that first up run. El Smith's stables flying uh, both in Victoria and Western Australia. Uh, two trials, first up run. He's ready to go now. CJP, do your thing. Over to you, mate. All right. All right. Uh, me, CJP, or me? CJP and you. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not back to my next life yet. No, I might be writing it. Uh, okay. The Crown Perth Handicap race number three over the 1,600 metres, BJ. Um, I feel like we're going to be on repeat if I keep saying another thin old race, but uh, this is another thin old race. <laughs> Pretty happy. Uh, I think when you grab it, no offence to Mojo Rhythm. Kieran's done a nice job with this fellow, but uh, Mojo Rhythm is currently, what are we talking Four, $4. I'm just looking on the sports bet market. It's a four dollar eighty favorite here. Yeah, um, yeah that's oh, that you do you do sports bet. I'll do Brad bet five fifty. Brad bet. Oh, four eighty. So say yeah. five bucks, Mojo. Yep. And that's a uh, that's a thin old quote for a horse that's uh, coming out of a maiden and then couldn't get past a uh, Kazoku. Bless its heart, by the way, Kazoku BJ. What a what a great little. Great little horse, Kazoku, we watched last <laughs> Thursday. Uh, last Wednesday. <laughs> uh, see, there is some positivity too. We're not all negative. Um, what was I talking about? I just got to put the trumpet away. Hang on. Uh, Mojo. Mojo rhythm. Price. Yeah, couldn't yeah. get past it. There's there's no way. I'm, 
I'm healthy double figures. Like, so that, my point was that it just, if it's from barrier nine is five bucks, it's a very thin old race. So look, this race should be run on one between three of them. Um, Pam Bella is probably the one I haven't included who could yeah. be the blowout, I guess. Um, but K-May uh, and Blow Me Out should park just behind the speed. Special View should lead them up. And I reckon that's the race from barriers, well, from the lead. Uh, K-May is either Breeze or Leaders Back. Uh, Blow Me Out is probably back of K-May. So that should be the race between those three. Blow Me Out. Um, perhaps, I don't know, perhaps on its mark now up to 58 and a half, but it's going really well. It, yep. It's yeah, very winnable. K-May wasn't suited in a slowly run race. Prior run, it smashed him from the breeze who beat Victory Vixen, Roald Gold, who came out and won their maidens really nicely. So that's reasonable form at that level. But look, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the, to me, there's just an obvious standard. It was special view. I don't, I don't think it's returned to its best BJ, but it's dropped points. Um, Jet goes on. He rose on Buster Bash last week. It's a similar setup. It's going to have probably Aldi, Lara and the breeze, and then maybe recapitulate on its back. Who's not going all that well. Um, well, last start didn't go all that well. So if you got the roadblock breeze. I thought special view was pretty brave the other day, considering how fast it went in yeah. front. Only to be beaten 2.8 lengths. So. And Aragain came and took it on early, and it's just—it's not going at its best. It's definitely not going at its best. But even the start before that, it was—it was a bunch finish. It was beaten under two lengths, Brooklyn Pier, in yep. a reasonable sixty-six plus. Its prior started missed the kick, so you forget it went round. It's first up. It's um, had to breeze outside Crystal Dam. It was beaten under five after working over the twelve hundred. So, look, Jet started to ride a couple of winners. My confidence levels in Jet are still not through the roof. Um, but look, I think he leads. I think there's a weakish one in the breeze. I think there's probably a weakish one on its back, fifty-six and a half down to this grade. Gee with the easterly in play and it's race three bj it's only 1 p.m jesus yeah six bucks or so at the moment that'll yeah that's going to do me and that's to be honest the, the way this card's looking it's probably a big chance of being my best as well i reckon so and i, I barely want to be on so <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so special view for me uh k-may a clear second left I was, I was hoping to save k-may but i think i think money's already started rolling in yeah so it's, yeah Definitely not a save for me at three ten, and and the reason I wouldn't want to back and then save is because I do think blow me out can um can beat them both. So it's not like I do think it's a two horse race. I do think it's a three horse race. So yeah. uh, special view the win. I'm happy to be on around six six fifty. Yeah, that, they're the three. They're the three that I sort of was floating around. I did have Mojo Rhythm single figures in my market though. Um, mm-hmm. Just thought that he's got. He's just got a bit of upside, really. Uh, drops in weight. I, I, there was a better run in the race than him. Um, what's that behind Mojo Rhythm? Oh, no, he was following Sweet Admiration and he couldn't get past Sweet Admiration who punched the bleed. Sweet through. Admiration is very, very, very ordinary yeah, as well. Yeah, so that was That's a, the thing. That, you have that to was how bad that form is comparatively to this. Like, That's just the question mark. Near. That was the question mark. So, um, But just, yeah, he's just going to be ridden ridden. Quiet, I imagine Mojo Rhythm is going to be getting back and running on, um, but I don't think he's going to have uh, be able to make up enough ground on uh, the likes of Special View, Blow Me Out, and K-May, which are going to have a field position advantage. K-May was well-supported, hard in the market, $5 chance in the uh, other one's son, uh, Marzipan Lad River Rubicon race the other day. It was, wasn't yeah. it? It was yeah. well, yeah, it was well-backed, wasn't it? So, and uh, prior to that was a pretty strong 1,400-meter midweek winner with 59 kgs. So, um, unsuited to another, that was just another example with just a, such a slowly run race, Marzipan Lad out in front, uh, walk mm. and sprint and K-May just, it reads seven of seven, but the run was... F- you know, it just it wasn't a true reflection of how the Philly performed on the day because 
everything was just against KMA on that occasion. More uh, landing closer from gate two with Kira on board. Um, KMA can stalk the speed and get last crack. And it's, yeah, I think you nailed it in your preview. Um, the special view is going to lead, give a kick, and it's going to be either KMA or blow me out who's going to try to gun it, gun it down late and those three will fight out the finish. Yeah, uh, very. Uh, if I've got it, very I- simplistic. It's a good race to bet in because yeah. to me, it's a simplistic looking race. And yeah. I, what I like to do when I'm betting this, I love races where there are horses well under my price that take up. So Mojo Rhythm's taking up sort of twenty percent of your market straight yeah. away. So I'm quite happy. It's like a good race for me to bet into. Um, in that sense, I look gun to head. I do think came out. I don't know. I don't know. It probably got more. So oh, I'm not saying that. No, yeah. I don't know. Special view just needs to just needs to. I don't know, improve half a length. I think that's it. And I think the map map might allow that. Okay. Very good. Race four is the tab touch. Better your bet, handicap. <laughs> mm. I wasn't going to repeat that joke again. Um, I'll I'll do better. Um, okay, so tab touch, better your bet, handicap. The rating 66 plus over 1,800 meters. Trade war. They they tell me that this is the day. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, dearie me. Hey, what did you what did you think about last uh when Trade War got so uh, by the way, by the way, we missed last week. Uh shout out to, to BJ Ryan who's gone the best bet Maddie double. Lone hand Larry you tipped it was twenty to one, started about eight or nine. And yeah. who was your best? Uh who was my best? It was a reasonable price. It was yeah. three or four bucks. And it got the it saluted, did it? Yeah, you did the double. So well done to uh to BJR. And I gave you a <laughs> You I gave, gave you a, a little whack with Lone Hand Larry. What are yeah. you doing to yeah, Lone Hand yeah. Larry? I was like, it was like I was getting yeah. addressed by my principal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's and that, that that proves you never listen to me, mate. That's, that's, that's probably the lesson you should have learned uh, 123 times already. But uh, yeah, no, highly impressive. But what did Thanks, you think mate. about? Um, what did you think about Trade Wars? Oh, Alaskan God, Alaskan, Alaskan God was my best that day. That's right, Alaskan God. Because I remember that because yeah. you messaged me after Lone Hand Larry won, and it was moments after. Well, Alaskan, Alaskan God won earlier, and it was moments after West Coast Eagles defeated uh, <laughs> Collingwood in the Miracle at Marvel. <laughs> So what, it was that, a, it was a, a big that's a distant memory after last week. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big uh, it was a big half hour, forty five minutes in the Ryan household. That's for sure. Um, yes. So what did I think of Trade War? Is that your question? Uh, it's final. It's final fifty meters. Uh, thirty meters. Uh, were you worried it, about the will to get past? I don't know. No, I, I, I thought I, it. Had, I, I thought it had it on toast there. It did have it on toast. I just, but he did have to. He he did lose a ground and momentum just prior to straightening because Chris just had to wait to get clear. So it did make up a good length of three quarters on the winner. Uh, so there was plenty I'm not, of- I'm not too perturbed about the run. The run I know, was I know what you're run, saying. The run was fine. It, it, it looked as though this, it was going to win. What a nonny, this is what a nonny does. Like it loomed up to Denim Pack two starts ago. You remember that? And it just didn't go past it. This I is, do. I, I it's do becoming, this it. is what this is what This is becoming a recurring theme now for this horse. Like last start, for me, it had it. it it had the race won. It just didn't want to put its head in front. Some horses just just get to a point. They just don't want to be you in front reckon, for You reckon reason, that's so. a thing? You reckon that's a real thing? Oh, I, I do, yeah, 100%. Yeah, okay, all right. 100%. Winners win. Winners win, yeah. Mm, all yeah. Right. Yeah, so winners win. All right, well, who wins this? <laughs> There are, there, are there, 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 are, many, there are many fucking wins. <laughs> uh, look, any any of them. Well, I mean, I mean, might, I mean, if if, I thought, if, if uh, trade war was uh, is a nonny, then 
didn't Lord Help Me Run have every conceivable the other Mate, day? Lord Help Me Run was weak as piss last night. I was on, <laughs> on the turn, on the, genuinely on the turn. I started, in my head, started doing the maths about how much I'd won. I started, like, calculating so, how much money I'd won. Carberry gave it the exact run I wanted, so the exact run so I wanted. So the spreadsheet so. was- They're the, worst, they're the worst ones. But do you know what the worst parts are about that? <laughs> I can't, I can't blame, I can't blame anyone. Yeah. That's the worst part about that. I just have to cop it that I, oh, I got that wrong. Oh, that, geez, at least let me blame someone and get angry. It's a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, any of these can win BJ, the way this race is run. Uh, I, th- I think Lone Hand Larry, but it's, it's, it's tough from the gate. Um, Trade War obviously looks the obvious one. It should get the back of um, Aragain. Aragain, I'd, yeah. uh, I'd love to see them ride Arno the Fox aggressively with 51.5 and just go forward and lead. Um, I agree. Job. I agree. Great job. Yeah. I, I suspect it. they're going to they'll, they'll cross, find the rail, and then hand up to Aragon and then Breeze or something like that. But I, I reckon yeah. I know the Fox could, could lead this and run a cheeky race, actually. Yeah, I'd like to see it make it a truly, truly runnish sort of race as well with that type of weight. So, um, look, I there was eleven dollars around about Arno the Fox this morning. I didn't take it, hoping that would be the each way price everywhere, and it's already into six seven. So, not not really interested at that mark to be honest. I think I'm about six eighty Arno yeah. the Fox. So, staying out there. But look, I'm 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 just going to stay on Betfair BJ and back whichever one's above my market. I'm I could end up on He's a Pro, Piccolo Signora, Ari yeah. Gain, Arno the Fox, Trade War, Lone Hand Larry. I could end up at any of those six, and um, yeah, I think it's just how the races run and. Um, yeah, but for the sake of a tip, I'll go with Arno the Fox. Who's the class run of the race? There aren't any. Double <laughs> digit? Could double digit be a little bit mad? Uh, yeah. Stable, money, just- money, Maley going all right. Uh, coming out of 78 plus, gate two, bit of class. Probably not second yeah, up, no. but I don't know. Like it just. If you line oh, up, yeah, if you line up, if you line up double digit against all these, it's like you know he's he's got him covered, but um, maybe not at this stage of his prep. Anyway, it could be my Maddie later in the show. Stay tuned. Listen. No, I don't mind it. Well, the Maddie options are limited because yeah. there aren't many horses above twenty dollars. So. I, I actually don't um, mind. I actually don't mind Piccola, 50, 50 to and a half. I think <laughs> I think just poked up along the fence the other day. I think she's a better mare given room, building momentum, uh, peeling. Uh, down the middle of the straight. So um, if there's an option there for Lacta to stay out, ish, get co- coiled up, sort of get dragged into the race three wide line and get last crack at and Piccolo with no weight on its back, I think he's racing well enough to give this a shake. Yeah. 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 I, I think there's absolutely nothing between he's a pro and Piccolo Senora. Yeah. Very, last very similar runs. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, just po- it's, this is a yeah, best, best ride, uh, horse on the day type situation. So yeah, yeah I'll be uh, happy to stay out unless Betfair says back this horse. All right, so we've had a we, we're slowly building momentum into uh, this this podcast, Terry. <laughs> but now uh, let's get excited because it's semi final number two coming up of our Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Jockey versus Trainer Tournament. It's Mitchell Pateman versus Kate Witten. Can't wait. All right, BJ, it is now time for the much-anticipated semi-final number two, the pointy end of the competition of the Jockeys versus Trainers Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. That is correct, Terry. The Mundaring has been heart of the hills since 1899. 
located up in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you get an opportunity, drop in and see the publican in Butchie O'Connor. Always happy for a chat. Uh, make sure you say good day. Let him know you listen to the one one, and they'll roll out the red carpet up there at the Mundaring. Now it's semi final number two, following on from uh, the Jordan Turner versus. Chris Parnham, the upset that's gone around the world. Unbelievable stuff. What's going to happen today, Terry? We've got Mitchell Pateman versus Kate Witten. Mitchell Pateman representing the trainers and Kate representing the hoops. So uh, let's bring them in. Mitchie Pateman, welcome back. Hey, guys. How are we? Very well, very well. Thank you, Mitchell. Now, uh, you must be uh, pretty flat and so must Kate, who we'll speak to in a minute. So, BJ, I'm not sure if you know, but uh, Mitchell Pateman and Kate Whitten were Dane Hollingworth's. He was their manager for, uh, for a fair while there. Now, Dane has actually had a child during the week. And guess what he's named the child? Harvey. He hasn't gone with Mitchell. He hasn't. Well, it's hard to go with Kate, but he hasn't gone with Kate. He's gone with he's gone with the Pontiff. So you've got to be pretty flat about that, Mitch. Yeah, I told him. I think um, he was born Friday morning. I said, "If this will test you when and it's a girl, you've got to call it test." But, um, <laughs> it was a boy, and she ran twenty lengths last. So we um, we took care of that one for him anyway. <laughs> So is, is it Harvey Pike Hollingworth? Is that what we're rolling with? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said it was called yeah, Harvey Bust, Buster Bash Hollingworth. Yeah, he's a front runner, so Harvey's probably too. <laughs> very good. Congratulations, Dane, and uh, and uh, very good. That's great news. Awesome. Mm. Harvey. Mm. Harvey Hollingworth. Um, Mitchell, uh, just a quick one before we get rolling into it. How is how is your uh, your man? This will test you, and are you pushing on with the prep, or uh, what's what's the plan? Uh, no, she pulled up really ordinary, really, after the run. She yeah, had a fair few issues come out of it. She yeah got pretty stressy pre-race and played up in the barriers and yeah, a few internal issues as well. So, no, she'll be going to the paddock and, yeah, hopefully come back and get everything back on track for the carnival, hopefully. All right, and what's what's news with Mitchell Pateman Racing? What, what can uh, you let the listeners know what's happening? Oh, not much at the moment. We've got Reed the Ride out going to Albany on Sunday. Um, he needs to lift his game quick, smart, but and other than him, just a lot of young ones. So, yeah, no, not not a lot coming up, but, yeah, um, looking forward to getting into the babies and hopefully have a few of them running towards the end of the year, I suppose. Very good, very good. All the best, Mitch. Uh, Kate Whitten, representing the jockeys, you're back on the 1-1. One, one. Uh How's it feel to be through to the semi-finals, Kate? Oh, yeah, pretty good. I'm currently uh, on holidays at the beach house. <laughs> Why uh, I oh. had COVID in lockdown, so all is right in this world. Right. Oh, what a what a what a time to be alive! It wasn't just a it wasn't just a limp through either. It was a three nil do- uh, demolition of the uh, well the market favourite at the time, Benny Pierce. <laughs> so I tell you what, Kate, Kate might even be going in favourite here. I reckon, BJ. <laughs> It was impressive, wasn't it? Uh, Kate, first up, uh, no trial, straight into it, 3-0, bang, bang, bang. So, uh, Mitchie Pateman's got a bit of experience on the board, so it's going to be interesting. I, I still can't wrap my head around Mitchell representing the trainers. It's still a bit of a blockage in there. But uh, anyway, he is the uh, he's the man through. He's the only trainer through to the semis, and so it's Mitchell versus Kate in our uh, second semifinal Jockey versus trainer mastermind competition. All right, Mitch, Kate, your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Terry. Okay. Mitchell Hatesman, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. 
Kate Whitten, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Three, two, one. Who am I? Graceful Girl and Elite Street have won the last two Winterbottom Stakes. Before this pair, I was the last West Australian trained winner of this race. My stablemate won the Group 1 feature, this Group 1 feature, the Winterbottom, two years before me with my success coming in 2014. Jason Brown was my regular Mitchell. Mitch. Mitchell. Mitchell. Magnificio. Ah, very good. Magnificio. I thought somebody would fire in with a barracky early. That's what I was going for. I was uh, yeah. I was trying to tee it up for someone to cook it and go with a barracky. So very impressive, BJ. What was the, what was the rest of it, Guru? Uh, Jason Brown with my regular hoop on board for all eight of my black type victories after my winter bottom stake success. I had a brief foray in Adelaide before returning to West Australia under the tutelage of Vaughan Sigley, mm-hmm. no longer with the Jim Taylor Yard. Who am I? Magnificio. All right. Mitchie Pateman on the board for the trainers. One nil. All right. You should have thrown in there who, who got me beaten in midweek um, at Belmont one day. <laughs> I, think- I, I thought about loving that in there, actually. I think we've already, we've uh, already run that yeah. question before, actually. Yeah. That's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Brownie or Brownie or Ryan Hill haven't let me forget that one. So I would have got it straight away if you'd thrown that in. <laughs> All right, oh, yeah. so I'll preface this by saying that this is this is from the mind of the Perth Racing Guru, Terry Layton, this question. So, uh, Kate and Mitch, question number two. Here we go. Testing Love will have her second start for trainer Stephen Rowe at Ascot this Saturday. She was one of five Cerise and White runners to contest last year's infamous Ascot 1000 guineas. Can you name any two of the other Peter Ru- Peter's runners in that race? Oh, God. No. <laughs> um. Tell you what, we might have them dancing down the wicket and have them stumped here. <laughs> oh, God. Three, uh, two. Yeah. You want to have a Anybody go, want to have a crack? Oh, gone. Um, Jesus. Nah, nah, I've got no idea. I don't even know what won the Oaks last year. All right. So, testing live one of five Peters runners. The answers are either Sprightly Star, Fashion Queen, Pure Devotion, or Real Passion. So, yeah, we we, we thought that was a tough one. And uh, Kate and Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One nil to Mitch. Next question. God has chosen who is racing at Ascot this Saturday, was transferred to the Lindsay Smith Yard after start number three. Name the trainer and jockey. Mitchell. 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 Uh, Neil Lee, Jessica Gray. Oh, very, very good. good. I thought he, might have gone, good. thought he might have gone early and missed the boat, but no, that is correct. So the question was, name the uh, jockey trainer combination from Goddess Chosen's first three outings in Albany. That was, of course, Neil Lee and Jessica Gray. 2-0, Mitchell Payman. Okay. Start the Friar was a surprise Hannon's Handicap winner last year. Name the well-fancied runner that put on a buck-jumping display and did not Mitchell. finish. Mitch. Tell him what's coming. Oh. Oh. <laughs> He's come out swinging Mitchell, hasn't he's he? Come he's, out got, he's got somewhere to be. He does have somewhere to be. Uh, 
Mitchell Pateman, three nil on on song, mate, and uh, just has he has he shot his way into favoritism now for the final? Uh, I I think so. I think Jordan I, ran his race in the semi. To be honest. <laughs> Played his grand final. Mitch yeah, Payman so. through to through to the grand final of the Mastermind. Congratulations, mate! That was impressive. Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, I should be easy work next week. Jordy's had COVID all week, so he'd be a bit flat. He'll be doing all his research. Yeah, he'll be doing homework all week. But uh, if I can't knock Kirst off, then yeah, I don't think I'll be logging at the track for a month. So <laughs> no pressure. Very good, Mitch. That was a quality display of uh, WA Racing uh, Mastermind uh, trivia there, mate. Well done. Kate Whitten, thanks for jumping on and um, uh, and uh, having a go. And, yeah, you won your way through the semi. Obviously, that $100 voucher to the Mundaring from your uh, quarterfinal victory is in the post. Now, Kate, did you say you've got you've had COVID or you've got COVID or are you, are you trying to get a white run away from COVID? Where, what's the story? No. Uh, Tim has COVID. So oh, Tim has. And we're... Yeah, we're all in Cathy uh, Beach, uh, at a beach house with his family, and he's stuck in his turf. Ah, of course. Sorry. Kate's partner, Timmy Gears, friend of the show. Uh, get well soon, Tim. Um, Kate, enjoy your break uh, um, down uh, down south there, and uh, thanks again for having a crack at the uh, at the at the Mun- Daring Hotel Derby Racing Mastermind. And as I said, that voucher is in the post. But to the winner goes the spoils, Mitchell. Can you come back next Thursday and uh, have a crack at uh, winning this title? Yeah, no worries. Lock it in. Very good. Terry, Mitchell Pateman versus Jordan Turner in the finale. No, looking forward to it. I'll frame a market during the week that, uh, yeah, I think Mitchell will go up a uh, a pretty popular favourite. <laughs> well done, Mitch, and thanks again, Kate. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. The scene has been set now, Terry. Yeah, it certainly has, BJ. It certainly has. Jordan Turner representing the jockey. It's good that we've got one and one. I mean, I think yes. that's what we were hoping for yeah. come to the final is that we'd have a, uh, a hoop and a trainer. And, um, yeah, no, Mitch, that was a fairly uh, dominant display. It was a bit like Witten against Pierce, actually. She's yes. still three all if you think about it. Yes. Kate's still 3-3. Three, three. She's... Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so she, she hasn't really been in a competitive match yet, has she? She's either uh, whitewashed or been whitewashed. So, do you reckon? Um, do you reckon Deccan Chembury would have got that uh, Ascot one thousand guineas question right? <laughs> I reckon Deccan would have blown up. I reckon the phone would the phone line would have gone dead. I reckon. So yeah, no, Salaya had every chance that day. I think. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun, fun, it's funny that Paddy Carberry goes on testing life for the first time since I think as well. <laughs> I think it's the first time since on uh, on Saturday. So very uh, very pertinent question. I knew that was a, when I asked you that at the start, and you could only scramble two of the four. I knew it was a toughie. Yeah. So yeah, but it's semi it's semi final time, BJ. That's, That's what we're right. Do. That's right. The cream has to rise to the top. So you uh, you got to put the challenge out there. Now the big question that we've been pondering, Terry, the final best of first to three or first to five. It is the. It is uh, the I think it's got to be a five job. I think it has. To I be. think for, I think it has to be a first to five, which could get a bit could get a bit, we're gonna a need, bit lengthy. We're going to need a few. A first to five, and um, I reckon because we usually go for the theme of the week. I reckon there's no theme, and we make it. Well, there will be something, but there's not going to be a strong theme. It's just everything. That's reckon, it. That's got to be our. I reckon our goal. we need like um, walk on music for both the fellas. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Okay. So when we introduce them, we play their play their theme song moving into the. What sorry, would they be? Uh, we'll, we'll put that to. Should we put that to to the listeners? Who, yeah, who comes out to why uh, why can't we be friends? That's a movie, isn't it? <laughs> why can't we be friends? <laughs> What's that one? We need we need 
two, this is to the listeners. It's a movie, I think. We need so. two walk-on songs, one for uh, Geordie Turner uh. and one for Mitchell Pateman, and then we play a snippet of it uh, before they uh, get introduced into the finale next uh, next Thursday. So we'll yeah, leave I'm that in the that. hand of our uh, in the hands of our very uh, astute listenership out there, and um, we can't wait for this one. This is going to be big. Certainly is. Looking forward to it, BJ. Jockey versus trainer, Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing Mastermind Tournament to conclude. The winner will be announced. The best, uh, the first of five next Thursday, Mitchell Pateman versus Jordan Turner. Okay, Terry, we are back. It's the Carbine Club of WA Handicap, 1,000 metres, race five on the card. It was uh, originally advertised as a 66-plus no top weight available, so the race has ended up being a 62 plus with Silken Eyes, the uh, the 60 kg top weight in the scaled up handicap. The uh, good to see the return of a smart young horse in the form of Macanto and another smart young horse in the form of Timely Outburst uh, coming off a bit of a funny old prep um, last spring. And, of course, Simon A. Miller, stable flying. He's got three-year-old filly, Michelada, taking on the older horses here, Holly Watson, stable apprentice, claiming two. Um, thoughts on another smallish field, eight-horse field, but um, I guess the likes of Macanto, Timely Outburst, and Michelada add a bit of class to this particular contest, Guru. Yeah, it looks the race in those three, BJ. I would be surprised if one of those uh, three aren't winning. McCanto's um, trial, I wasn't completely taken yeah. by. It uh, goes very well fresh traditionally. And the, the fact there's a lack of speed in this should be able to park up a little bit closer. Yep. Um, but it's been a couple of months, I think, since the uh, since Chris and Mike have had a winner as well. So might just watch McCanto go around. Uh, timely outburst makes most sense. I think it was nommed and scratched a couple of weeks ago, but I think that was due to the wide gates. So Brandon Louis should be able to roll forward. On paper, it's a horse without like times uh, timely outburst, sorry, isn't the quickest beginner, BJ, or the quickest horse early. They like to ride it forward. But over the thousand from the widest gate, it's just about kind of find the top here. Yeah. Like potentially we see imprudent kick up. Uh potentially, I don't think they'll try and lead on Michelada, but I think it's a great decision to try and lead uh, if they got got there cheap enough. Um, but look, I mean, at worst, timely outburst should be getting to the breeze here and yeah, it should be pretty hard to beat, you'd suspect. But I, I'm still not completely sold on on young Brandon Louis. But it's a pretty, yeah, it should be a simplish type ride. Yeah, in all fairness, Michelada gets it soft on the back of him. The winner comes from those three. BJ current market's about right. The big money's come for timely outburst early. It looks like it's two thirty yeah. already. And, she looks. She looks. Um, she looks it doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. It's trial was. It's trial was super. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it looked, it's just about definitely how much. looked uh, yeah. revitalised at trials, didn't it? That um, with yeah, it did, it did last time though, and then it came out and went went so so in its campaign. It actually, yeah. it's trial by a no white flag. Last campaign was really good too. So uh, pretty, um, pretty looked like being a really good horse early time. The outburst. mccano has got a mm-hmm. big booming finish, but I don't know. I just feel like the race fit in form soft map. Mick, or Michelada um, might just be coming into her own this filly and I can see her just getting last crack at them just p- parked up behind. I thought that last start midweek victory, well, it didn't beat a lot, but it was soft. I think Lady Tornado was in that race. There's a couple of other handiest types. Mm. Um, Michelada, I think, carried 
weight in that particular midweek yeah, assignment. Yeah, she's, so she's down weight. Down to weight. Yeah, she's down weight here. Yeah, she's down weight, gets it soft, should jump on the back of, well, probably on the back of timely so outburst. I, I'm uh, just with you. I just want to see a bit more from, from Brandon before I get really confident in um, especially taking, mm. what's it, 245 timely outburst now with with Brandon, Brandon Louis on board who's just sort of feeling his feet back in WA. I reckon – the way that Simon's horses are going, Holly's got her got her eye in. Uh, I think this is this this could be the three old fillies race here, Michelada. Yeah, I'm with you, mm. uh, Michelada. I've, I've marked slight favourite as well. Yep. Um, as you said, just down in weight, the, a yard that's flying, it's going to get the run of the race. There's no queries. I don't. I I think the Canton Timely Outburst might be the better two horses yeah, overall, yeah, BJ. Yeah. Um, but. A, she gets weight. B, she gets the map, and C, the yard is flying. So, uh, Michelada for me. But again, at, at three bucks, I think it is at the moment. That's that's about what I've marked her. Yep. Um, but again, high threes, I might consider a bit. But by that stage of the day, we can have a look. And if, if the rail is playing really good, then I'll be happier. If the rail is not so good, then we might look around. You know, we'll just, yeah, it's not a race I'm all that enthused about. When it comes from those three. It's interesting, though. If McCanto didn't trial, what price would you have him? Uh, probably a, a little shorter than mm, I do, yeah. um, but not not a huge amount shorter. When a yeah, I'm a bit more mindful when a stable hasn't had a winner for a couple of months as well. And yeah, I'm, and they're a they're a real form yard. Yep. Like when the when Chris and Michael hit hit their hit their straps, they'll just train winner after winner after winner. It's a bit like Simon Miller. And, yep. and I think while that can be a little bit of a funny way to do form or look at things, I, I really think it's underrated, like just the form of a yard or yeah. um and, and how they go. So yeah, look, McCanter can win this, no, no doubt whatsoever. CJP, um, it goes super. He goes super for CJP. Yeah. So um yeah, definitely can win. And the, as I said, the lack of speed in this might allow him to park a little bit closer. But I do think McCanter as well will be better twelve hundred meter horse than a thousand. Yeah, fair enough. I just thought that trial maybe wasn't I said they ran one oh four for that thousand meter trial at Belmont which is crazy slow. Scorpion Storms mm. had them sort of stacked up and I wonder whether whether that uh, just didn't suit McCanto on the day but um, but does usually fly fresh first up. Probably going to follow McCanto, uh, probably going to follow Michelada rather in running and, and maybe peel and get last crack. But, yeah, for me, race fit, uh, in form, uh, junior rider riding well, bit of trust in the stable jockey combination, Michelada for me. Uh, Race six is the Amelia Park handicap over fourteen hundred meters. Some some promising three-year-olds going around here, Guru. Um, Pascot Sass is coming back from competing in the Marjorie Charleston on Good Friday. Set outside leader, got sort of blown away a bit late, but does come back into this three-year-old contest and uh, gets a three kilos off her back, courtesy of. Jet Stanley, success plays a really nice horse. We've all we've always we've always spruked this horse on the one one going back to his first race start, I think. But um, he's sort of a really nice playing god three year old who was three wide no cover first up and just got nutted. And then Galactic Storm, well bred from the Adam Durant yard, saluted first up in our lower sort of graded race, and then comes to this open three year old. And there's there's a couple of nice horses down, further down the listing in uh, Marzipan Lad and uh, my boy Eddie, which are going to going to progress into genuine Saturday horses, I believe, in time. But for for now, it feels like a choice between uh, Success Play, Pat Scott Sass, and Galactic Storm. I'm thinking this is a really good option for Success, success Play, Terry. What are you? What, what's your view on uh, on race six? Yeah, well, my main view is I've got Galactic Storm considerably longer. The money's come hard this morning, but again, that's probably just from one source. Um, 
yeah, Galactic Storms taken most of the the Pinjara straight to get past ninety one Dwyer. Uh, it's a yeah, just a moderate class one. It's and it's it took its uh, it took the majority of the straight to get past Freedom of the Press to win its maiden its previous campaign. So no doubt it's coming back a better horse. And as you said, from this family, it will improve with racing. But um, yeah, sub three dollars for me. That's that's yeah, a so little bit thin. Galactic um, Storms a, ha- a half brother to Superstorm. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So there, there's, the scope is there, and I'm not yeah. saying it can't win, but the price for me is just uh, considerably shorter than anywhere near I could get it. Uh, so, yeah, for me, it's Pat's got sass and uh, success pilot, the obvious two. Jet should be out of the key. With, if Pat's got sass gets crossed, I think it's cooked. Big horse, I don't think it suits leaders back, especially with the kid on. So um, if Pat's got sass needs to lead, and if it leads, I reckon it's going to be super hard to get past, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, up to the 1,400. Big fellow. It'd be interesting to see what they do with horse number seven, Gorgeous Gossip. If I knew they were going to be aggressive and go forward on Gorgeous Gossip, that would be my bet each way. Yeah. Um, I just think this is a really – I'd love to get a hold of Gorgeous Gossip, to be honest with you. It's a horse I'd love to purchase and uh, have a crack with. I think they're just uh, – the run in the Magic Millions where they've come from last, they've sort of at its next few – have said that's how we're going to perform our best is being ridden cold. But that it was just that race where whoever got the quiet run and came centrally, Lisa just rode it the best that day. And that's the reason it's run that place. So if you watch it's um if you watch its run, they've actually if you've got the race book in front of you, it's it's got the wrong positioning. It's saying it settled second. It actually settled near last. They jumped really well and purposely restrained the horse to last, which is just an absolute pet hate of mine because they've been told to ride it quietly, but riding it quietly can also mean sitting in fourth or fifth if you're not asking the horse for any type of effort, which they could have done. So, um, but Gorgeous Gossip's got third like placings behind him. He's seeing tricks of the trades, uh, some really, really nice horses. So if they show aggression, get across, Pat's got sass. Gorgeous Gossip will run a big race, but again, they uh, there's a big chance they're going to ride it cold and I don't want to be on if that's what they're doing. Uh, Marzipan Lad BJ, I know last start they walked, blah, blah, blah. You have a good um, but kick, the other though. one, son. Beg your pardon? You gave a good kick, though. You gave a good kick. And yeah. you go back to Marzipan Lad's previous campaign. You remember when it sat four deep, no cover the trip? Remember our uh, uh, our mate, Latham Anderson, gave it a good push at about 60 to 1. I think he's... Yeah. I think he got about seven million new followers that day when you're tipping six, when you when you're tipping sixty dollar pops. I think he's still getting shouted at the bar ever since. Yeah, yeah. well, actually, I actually uh, I rang him after that and I uh, I threw it in my quaddy that day. Yeah. Um, because I I didn't find it and I'm nowhere near it. And um, that's saying squad. I rarely follow anyone, and uh, I got the quaddy because I threw it in. So the sixty dollar pop. So yeah, I think I still owe Latham a beer from that. Um, <laughs> you tight bastard. <laughs> with, with with this map, you can probably just go park outside Pat Scott South. And um, yeah, just just you got to remember, Marzipan Lad is a, it's a pretty nice little horse. It's yep. fifty three and a half. So if the rail's a little bit sloppy and the breeze is a nice spot to be with the easterly and play, it's definitely going to come into consideration. But uh, yeah, look, success play. Pat's got sass. They're the two for me. But neither price is exciting me, BJ. So another race I'll probably stay out of for now. Four dollars success play. Not not getting you. Uh, what would have got me? I saw four fifty five bucks, but I mean. That's not there anymore. It's four yeah. bucks, I think. Four dollars. Three eighty. Three eighty. So $4, that's four dollars. Three eighty. Three dollars. Yeah. I was I was three dollars forty the pair. So Pat's and, and success play, but that's me being close to ten dollars Galactic Storm. So um, that's the big difference in my market. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm with success play. Uh, three wide, no cover. The entire first up just got gunned down late. Was a bit of a funny sort of tempoed race. So it didn't. Did my dilemma came from backish and swooped. Uh, there was a couple of unlucky runners. I think was guard the safe in that race, maybe. Um, there was so it was just slowish bunched up. Success player was able to roll and get and 
So maybe three wide no cover wasn't horrible, but still it was a really good return from this horse. Always looked like developing into a class galloper, did success play, had the hallmarks of that early. Uh, I think first start in a race was like a slashing fourth in a crystal slipper as a two-year-old, and we were like, hang on, what's what's this horse here? So um, deep into his three-year-old season now, I think this is the time for success play to really make the next take the next step. I'm pretty confident. I reckon uh, if he can slot in with a bit of cover, uh, Chrissy Parnham from gate six, uh, look out late, success play should, uh, should be able to uh, gun them down, I think. Yep. No, I like it. BJ, very good. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Uh, and I don't mind my boy, Eddie. My boy Eddie <laughs> as a horse. I thought, his, uh, I thought his run the other day was good. He's going to get back and, and run on. But make sure you follow my boy Eddie as his uh, preparation progresses. I think he's going to bob up and win a race or two. All right. Race number seven, the Heineken three handicap over the 1,200 metres. It's a 72-plus event. Seven horses go round. Um, look, seven go round. Any word on the uh, mood swings scratching? It's a shame, isn't it? Uh, it is, yeah. yeah. Well, it would have been it would have been off seven days, so perhaps there's a race next week. So it drew well. They could have claimed it was probably a really nice race for mood swings yeah. again. Yeah. Um, no, it's just off seven days, I presume. It's not a super – yeah, just not uh, – maybe didn't pull up as well as they'd like. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Zeeble goes around off seven days as well, BJ, and um, – I I'll just say I'll just monitor. I again I haven't spoke to. Luke. Can talk seven days as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, seven yeah. days of a hard luck yeah. story. So yeah. I always big fan of the seven days of a hard lucker. But Zebel's um yeah off seven days. Just just monitor if Zebel because it's not a horse you'd associate with a seven day backup uh, Zebel. So look if Zebel comes out, there's going to be one big beneficiary BJ, and that's going to be How's of Serenity. So yeah, um, I'm not saying Zebel's. I actually haven't spoke to Luke, so that's. Yeah, there's nothing in that whatsoever. It's just your, just your personal thought process. Oh, potentially, yeah. yeah. But in saying that, it's it's a, there's not that many races around for Zebel. It's an 80 radius. So this is a thousand meter 72. What is it? 72 plus. It's a great. It's a great placement. I understand the racing. So, um, pops outside of Houses Serenity, probably goes around what third favorite, fourth favorite. So, yeah. um, yeah, no, it's it's good placement. I expected run, but I'm just saying monitor that and it changes. Um, yeah, it'll change my market. So, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna allow for Zebel to be a little bit of a pest to house the Serenity. Um, we saw Houses Serenity two starts ago uh, have lipstick flickers on its outside lipstick flickers actually end up getting it mood swings got it from its back look i think Chantor gets a similar run to mood swings did that day maybe one pair further back and i think Chantor's on par with mood swings as a horse so happy to put Chantor on top here bj um i love a horse that was pretty stiff um and they look for redemption seven days later i think they've uh yeah she's got a uh, the Rice 1200 suits. I like the booking of Lactar again. I know last uh, they would have probably liked to see him come off the fence, but I think he was a little bit um – I think he was devoid of options at that point and had to stay on the fence. It was good that he could use that cutaway as well, which was not even put in. Um, <laughs> and I think if the cutaway was there, he probably wins. But in saying that, I know that a few people and uh, we're pretty we're pretty keen on cryptic love, and you could say cryptic love was just as, if not more, unlucky. So oh, hang on, we need, we need to talk about that. What I don't think we do. People have been no, nah, no. Nah, I'm going to stand up for Christy. People have been pretty harsh. Like who's been right, harsh? I just saw a few things on Twitter. Oh, okay, well, I wasn't talking about that. My, my, I was watching that race with a friend of mine who backed Cryptic Love. And mm-hmm. why not tack on three wide and peel? Christie's, if you watch Christy ride, and I watch her down in Albany quite a bit, a horse called, um, 
Maurice Sheridan. Help me out, BJ. Uh, Athlone Castle. Athlone, yeah. And it's almost like she's used Athlone Castle its last six, seven starts to sort of learn her craft because Pikey would ride it the way she did, okay, the last, um, which is look for gaps, try and peel and get through, save your ground and then go. And that's what she's been doing on Athlone Castle. And she did it with a really – um, she's ridden it really, really well the whole campaign. It's probably had enough its last few. And I think she's trying to bring that to town where she's thinking, all right, I'm going to save that length on the bend and go through them. And, and you're right, I do understand that. With the apprentices, you aren't William Pike. You're probably thinking, just get wide, let it go. Um, but I think, I think she's trying to ride... I think she's just trying to ride really well, if that makes sense. Peter. Well, I'm not yeah. sure if I'm wording that yeah, correctly. No, I, I, and, and perhaps she would be far better advised to just go three wide and 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 get yeah get out of trouble. And, I understand. And I understand doing that in larger fields and uh, when you're in when you're in a position where it's like I can't honestly go around them and still feel good in the finish. Small field, the three wide line was there. Just tack on, go around them, and I think Cryptic Love would have won. But um, but yeah, that 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 mystery cutaway. The invisible cutaway, perhaps? It just- yeah, someone told me it was before the bends that the rail changed position or something. Yeah, that's not how it read. Oh, maybe. Is that how it read? It's at, at, the, at the 300. Yeah, I don't, okay. Maybe that means it's like a sharp turn, like a right angle almost instead of a bend. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just – I don't know. How good is uh, Michael Grantham got state attorney going? Yeah, he does. Well, how good's Michael Grant and got everything he's well, got this, going? Look, hey, this he's is- taken a horse called uh, – it's probably won't get the same coverage. Designated drinker couldn't uh, couldn't get near him at Geraldton or on the dirt, and it's um, sitting deep and, and running competitive races in C1, C2s on Thursdays. And that's that's as big an effort in my mind. So, now, since, since uh, we spoke – he's, had- he's taken Captain Chaos from a maiden to a – a Northern Cup winner and a railway stakes contender. So yeah. he's a uh, he's a superstar, Michael. And uh, did you see that we broke on the Betfair Edge a couple of weeks ago? Well, this, oh, this, training was, for this, was, this was my setup. Take it oh, away. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't know uh, he was going to talk to He's been a, a good mate of us on that show. He's an absolute character, Michael Grantham. And, um, yeah, no, he dropped it on there. We were pretty excited. And, um, and then Jay, bloody Jay Rooney stole our thunder a few days later, posted it in the West. We didn't ask for royalties either, yeah. Mr. Rooney. So, yeah. Behind a paywall, though. So at least we weren't behind a paywall. So good to see. Good to see that you saved Michael Grantham for the Betfair Edge only. Any chance of getting him on the one-one? Yeah. Well, I we've got to get it. We've our next big interview can't be far away. I reckon yeah. it might even be next next week, BJ. So I reckon. Um, I reckon CJP's one. We've got to. Uh, we've got to. We've got to get on board. So, so we uh, So with the Michael Grantham situation, mm. part of your part of the. Um, the scoop on the Betfair Edge was the uh, Bob Peters situation. And um, I, at the Larkill trials on Tuesday, Michael Grantham saddled up uncompromised, devoted, dark lass, advanced and beloved star, all uh, Bob Peters, Cerise and White uh, horses. So it's only going to be a matter of week or two before Michael has his first runner. Um, with the uh, carrying the famous cerise and white colours, so it's going to be uh, interesting to see how this relationship develops in 2022 and um, moving into the new season. So Michael Grant, yeah, Bob, Bob's battling a bit at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always it was always going to happen with the with the handover, and he probably didn't have a huge 
uh, quality crop of three-year-olds to take him into the autumn. Mm. But, but uh, Devoted, who did run third in the Guineas behind Treasured Star last year, won its trial by about five or six lengths there on Tuesday. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Devoted going around very soon, going around very short-priced, stepping out under the uh, Michael Grantham Racing banner. So uh, exciting times for a young trainer and um, and the landscape of WA Racing continues to change um, moving into uh, 2022. So, um, But getting back to race seven on uh, on this Ascot card, Heineken 3 handicap. Terry is uh, thinking that could be the uh, the setup here for Shantalk, unlucky last Saturday. For me, I'm just going to stick with the fave here. How's the serenity? Um, Zebul might push on. You might even they may even be better off just letting Zebul roll if if that's what Lucy works doing, and then jumping outside um, on uh, on How's the Serenity there, Holly Watson. I think the the day that How's the Serenity got beat was off the seven day backup. Ah, it was too. Yep. Yeah. So I think that the the uh, Miller Camp is thinking that. Uh, the 21 days might be the go because she ran second to Crystal Dane on the 12th of Feb, then won on the 5th of March, got beaten by mood swings and lipstick flickers. The form's good there on the 12th of March, and it was uh, 21 days between runs before she won at Ascot over the 1,000 metres by three lengths last start. Another 21 days between runs. How's the Serenity uh, should just jump, roll, and be too good for them, I think. Horse on the way up. Very good. Yep. Yeah, horse on the way up. Yep, not very good, BJ. I think uh, they'll be the two popular runners and uh, maybe Mickey Grantham, after we've given him the big rev up, he could be the one that blouses us all. Could be, could be, 100%. All right, here's the feature. I've been struggling to wrap, <laughs> strap my red, uh, my head around this. Oh, my, I thought you were joking, sorry. Uh, no, you're right. I've been, oh, yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> I've been struggling to uh, say this all episode, but let's give it a go. Race eight is the West Speed Platinum. Autumn series final. And um, yeah, it's been long awaited this this finale. Uh, can't wait to uh, see how this plays uh, it's out. Much, it's, ant- much anticipated. Much anticipated. <laughs> so I, I hope they run this race five times. Oh, that's, uh, it's a 1200-meter classic. Um, uh, it, is, it is a classic, yeah. They'll, yeah. This will, this will be this this race will be the uh, the answer to many mastermind questions for years to come. I reckon. I wonder if Mark Olmos is doing the sky on uh, Saturday when the lead in is going to be the time honoured West Speed hundred thousand dollar West Speed Platinum Autumn Series final. Let's cross to Ascot now and to Darren. But um, yeah, it's how are we going to get excited about the the feature in uh, um, air quotes, uh, Terry? What's uh, give the listeners uh, a passionate um, you know, preview of how this race is going to play out. Uh, well, yeah, it could be run over 1,300 and no <laughs> result. That, that, that's probably the one way it uh, becomes interesting and exciting. Uh, no, look, I, I've, I'm happy to put a pen through a lot of these, BJ. Um, that's, that's the way I've attacked the race. So I've narrowed it down to only three horses. So we're doing the who, can't, wanna- the who can't win strategy? Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not even going to talk about the who can't. There's yeah. too many, actually. This yeah. is probably the only near capacity field for the day but um the three horses i want to talk about i first of all I want to talk about premium choice um just going to give it a i think this map's more suitable with yeah. the speed on here but i'm going to give it just a little knock I, I think it's starting underpriced i'm going to go back to the run at esperance three starts ago bj had its chance first sniparana that day um i was on i actually was on sniparana that day another trumpet um but 
I felt it still had its chance that day against Tipperano. I was backed off the map and um, Darren, when I went past the line, oh, what a moral beat and premium choice was. In my mind, Snipple just held that still really well on the line. We'll go back and watch that recap. Watch the last 15. Go on. I, I, it never, I don't think I think Snipperlish is winning that race either way, okay. the more I look at it. And then yeah. last start wasn't suited by the slow tempo, but you still got to say, BJ, it was, it was it was a little bit disappointing to the line. Like it, it hasn't really moted, it hasn't really given a huge amount in that final 100, 200. So um, look, Premium Choice is coming off a, a maiden win at Esperance a year ago and then a, one of the worst class twos of all time and it drifted like a just like the wind that day. So um, I'm just mindful that premium choice, it can win. It's one of the three winning chances, BJ, but I, in my mind, it is going to continue to go around under the odds because it's some reason it's on a pedestal that I, I don't have it on that other people seem to. That's my opinion. So I, I'm $5.80 premium choice. So I'm not, not I'm not saying it can't win. I'm just saying it's always going to be well under my quote. So um, you agree with me? Okay, that's good. I, I, uh, I, other- I disagree with you on your first two points and I agree with you on your third point. Okay, yeah. so you agree with me overall. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, BJ. So Snipperlicious, to me, is the horse to beat. The two trials are great. Like, yeah. It's actually, you just got to say it's come back a really nice horse. There's not all that much speed in this race, so it should be able to park up pretty close to them. I think it's a race actually could be suited to horses just behind the speed following sort of pink and grey short talk. Uh, Wild Front will probably push on. Um, it's not a huge amount of other speed. I feel like uh, um, Wild Front, three wide, no cover, punching type. Oh, yeah. Well, wild Front, I wouldn't even take it to the track, to be honest with you. I'd just yeah, it seems, uh, yeah, give, seems give, it, give, give it the week off. Yeah. But in saying that, you get to go around a week's $100,000 race. Why not? Um, but uh, with Snipperlicious, there was a race two weeks ago, VJ, over the 1,200 metres. Uh, the race premium choice was in the Star Present one. Yeah. Um, they didn't go there. Just trying to determine, and I'd love to know, it'd be, this is something, this is a bit of information that I'd love to have is, is did Snipperlicious miss a run because of an issue or were they just, uh, did they just want to go off 28 days? Which in the past they have, they've, yeah. they've spaced runs a little bit in the past. So I'd love to know that. We, we don't know the answer to that. But um, yeah, Snipperlicious does make the most sense to me from a speed map, um, trust and trainer jockey uh point of view makes the most sense but I, I would like to know the reason for the 28 and not the 14 days if it's by design that's wonderful if it's by a setback um that's a little bit of a concern bj so um yeah anyway would like to know that the other runner the only other runner i think uh can cause a boil over and current prices it's the way i'm gonna have to go on an each way basis is the toppy scandolo yep. um went to, the, went to the breeze last night i don't think it's as good a horse in the breeze um Holly Watson goes on, good two kilos. Blinkers go on. All, uh, I think its last three wins have been when the shades have gone on. It actually beat Express Time, um, who obviously has gone on to win six of its next eight since it went down to Scandola that day. Incredible, uh, incredible stuff. Yeah, it is. Incredible. incredible is an understatement. Yeah. Express Time McCormack, they call it. Express <laughs> Time Scott McCormack. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just continually God, filling his boots. Um, that, it's that, nice when you, you put that, a tweet out like that. You know that Scandolo race last start? I thought I had that race won twice. I backed Scandolo and Point Taken, and I was like, mm. "Oh, well, this is just at the hundred. I was like, "I'm going to win either way." And then one's run third, and one's <laughs> one's run fourth. That race changed. Uh, Eric, and com- the only person who was the only person stiffer than you in that race. Uh, I think you're on fire, sale, weren't you? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I got after deductions. I think it was still mid twenties as well. So yeah. anyway, that's racing. But um, um, it did, the race changed uh, complexion uh, significantly. But Scandolo did did do the uh, did do a heap of work up on top of the speed and uh, gave a kick and just got swamped late. 
I loved how it gave that kick yeah. as well, which will sound funny, but that was such a bad form reference. If a horse like Star Present was really unlucky, yeah. like Star Present had got shuffled back on Wild Front, it still picked up and got it. That is such a bad form reference. But these these are all this pretty is, bad. They're form all coming from so. the, the same. Yeah, yeah, they're all bad form references. So look, Scandolo, look, it's run second to Kia or a Star and a Fitzpatrick. Got some points for that, but Holly offsets those points here. Um, as I said, beat Express time before that. It wasn't too far off Sun Sun before that. I. It's no superstar, but Scandola goes better with the shades on. It's got a winnable weight. It maps well. It's a really good tactical horse. It can jump. It can land on the speed. It can peel. It's not a horse that's going to win by far, but I think it's going to put itself yep. in a spot where it can win the race. So, look, $11 each way. Um, that'll get me. But I do think if Snippalicious is right, it's the one to beat. So, look, I'm going to back Scandola each way. And if I do hear that Snippalicious was by design, I'll probably – uh, have something on that too. But uh, yeah, I'm $5.80 Scandolo. So look at, at those prices each way. It'll it'll get me for a little play, BJ. Yep. So I'm, I'm with you. I am going to back the same two horses that I backed last start, Scandolo and Point Taken. Point Taken was three wide, no cover the entire with uh, Holly on last start. If Lakdar can land three wide line with cover, uh, moving into the race on Point Taken, I reckon this mare is just about ready to win. They're the two that I'm going to be having something on. They're both uh, double figures at the moment. Uh, Scandolo, what, about $10, $11? Point Taken, $16. Better in some places. But, um, but yeah, so I think it's – I think it's uh, one of those races that um, that uh, you can sort of make a case for quite a few. But for me, I'm, I'm going to follow what I did last start. Same formula, and I'm going to have win bets on both Scandola and Point Taken. Tell you what, you could be onto something with Point Taken, BJ. It's just, it's just a trust thing. There's been yep. so many poor runs thrown in. I mean, I remember I... Last campaign from nowhere, it sat deep the trip in a 66-plus from memory. Yeah, it was huge third, behind Avalon yeah. Bay. Yeah, it was a super run. I mean, don't get me wrong. The runs after that behind Caragenia Aurora and Bright Diamond read a lot more difficult form line-wise, but it, it went poorly again. And even first up, I thought it was pretty flat. I just – I don't know. I just – I'm struggling with point taken to understand where she's at. But yep. to be honest with you, at that $16, $17 mark, I'm $11 point taken. I, I will probably be with you and having something on. I, I think my heart – hurt too much if point taken um was to win and i wasn't to be on board so yeah i agree and uh, those yeah. those question marks and queries just about the in and out nature of her form for quite a while now she's like she's lacked consistency but i think that's built into the price enough where we can yeah, there's <laughs> a, bit, a bit of juice there so Tell you what, that's mm. that's my favourite thing you've ever said. That's mm. you've absolutely middled that exactly right. The uh, the doubt is uh, is why is why we get sixteen bucks and not six bucks. And um, yeah, you, you'd pay to find out, as they say in the classics. All right, Terry, uh, that is the uh, West Speed Platinum Autumn uh, Series can't wait. finale. Can't wait. <laughs> the big finale. It's been a big build up to this one. Hundred thousand dollar race. Good luck to everyone uh, who's having a crack at the uh, big prize money on offer for those restricted type horses. But uh, what time is it now, Guru? Uh, it's time for the Get Out Stakes. S T E A K S. Get Out Stakes. Extremely popular Twitter-based competition brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located out at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show. One of the legends of the game is Timmy. Swing past, say day, and uh, let him know that you tune in to the 1-1 regularly and uh, Timmy might knock a bit of the price off there for you. You never know your luck. Uh, yeah, drop in. Uh, have a chat to our man Timmy Hewitt out there at Market City Meat. So there was no get out last week because we uh, we took the week off. Um, what does Terry like to say? A little sh- sojourn. 
um, last week. Love a, love a sojourn. <laughs> big fan, <laughs> big fan of a sojourn is uh, TK, <laughs> TK Layton. But uh, on episode 122, the winner was uh, Brad Abel. Um, so Brad, uh, he was nearest the pin with his lone hand Larry <laughs> selection. That was Brad's second victory, and it came. Well over two years since his first victory. So he won the get-out stakes back in February of 2020, Terry. And then he's uh, he's finally uh, returned to the winner's enclosure in March 2022. So one of our one of our big supporters is Brad and um, a regular listener and um, uh, has a crack at all our competitions. So uh, a worthy winner is Brad. And I hope you uh, got stuck into those um, gourmet uh, stakes there from Timmy and the team out there at Market City, mates. Congratulations. Again, Brad. Now, to enter this week's Get Out Stakes, which is race nine at Ascot, uh, hit us up, Twitter, at the 1-1-Pod. Let us know who you think will win uh, the Get Out, the last, race nine. Uh, decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And um, don't ever, ever forget about the Sam White rule, Terry. First in, best dressed, yes. DJ. First in, best dressed for the Sam White rule. So yeah, get your get your uh, get out stakes entries in. Fifty dollars worth of gourmet beef from Market City Meats up for grabs. Okay, race nine, four fifty-two p.m. at Ascot this Saturday, the twenty-fifth of uh, the twenty-third of April. Rather, is the Schweppes Handicap twelve hundred meter graduation. Um, sort of continues the the theme for the day a little bit. Terry, bit of a bit of a soft card all round, and um, this is a. Oh, it's an okay, okay race. It's an okay race. It's an okay race. Yeah, it's an okay race. Harmika, of course, yeah. the three-year-old filly and uh, the two three-year-old fillies, rather, Harmika and Stipperucci. They head the market and uh, looked at two horses that uh, will get the most entries for in the get-out stakes, Terry. Yeah, I think they will. There's been some good money for Stipperucci, it looks like, in the early markets. Understandable. There's some forgiveness for that. <laughs> run where it got shuffled back on the back of uh, Safiano. I would like to see him run Safiano along a little bit harder out in front there. But, um, yeah, and that sort of uh, also affected Dunbar, who was three of the fence. Mm. There's a little whisper going around that Dunbar was ready to go as well. So, um, look, comparing those two runs, not a huge amount between Stepperucci and Dunbar that day. So, potentially Dunbar could be forgotten about um, on Betfair late and you might see something near 20 each way. That could mm. be a little bet. Yep. Uh, look, Harmaker's the obvious one, BJ. I just, I don't know. I'm around about the 293 bucks that it currently is. Um, look, I, it was a funny old day. All, yeah. all nine favourites got beaten. So I don't, I don't know. It's deep, deep into a campaign. I'm just I, I'm just not at a point where I feel like I need to take $2.90 about a, a horse sixth up coming off a, just a run where I'm, I'm we're not, we're not so, we're not sure what happened, but she's, she's the best runner in this race. I think they'll ride her with cover here. She'll probably win, but yeah, um, yeah look at $2.90. I'm not jumping over myself to get on, BJ. Okay. So you, what, what were you, Harmika? $293? Is that where you were? Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. It appears, what about, um, what about Snipper? I've, I've, I've managed to delete my market for this race somehow, but I was, I remember being about 293 bucks. Yep. I was, I was a tick over $5 Snipper Ruchi. Okay. I had a second favorite. Yeah. Um, it was just, I've just got some trust issues with Snipper Ruchi still. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah, that's she can definitely win though. What about speed, speed what about dream. the? Uh, I wouldn't back, wouldn't back speed dream with your money. Warm and fuzzy, I really like as a racehorse, and should get to the lead or breeze. There will there can- will be a day when speed dream and trade war both win on the same card, and it could be yeah. on Saturday, the 
Trade war speed yeah, double. It could be. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it won't be a good day for me if that occurs. <laughs> um, but uh, I reckon we could see a horse like On Red Alert or something kick yes. up and lead this almost yes. speed. You know? um, I'm not sure what will happen out in front. Even Dunbar, if they really ping the lids nicely. Uh, look, I mean, again, if they weren't trying to teach Snipperucci something, it's a great map to just go and lead, and yeah. you're probably you're probably very hard to run down. Yeah, so throw, um, throw the old yeah, interesting, throw yeah, the old interesting. Re- re- reprogramming process out the window. So yeah, it depends what you want to do exactly. Yeah. So I mean, can you just say, well, well, we'll ride her however the race dictates, and this race dictates potentially leading if she gets there uh, calmly enough. Like I, yeah, I don't know. It's so funny. We talk about. What we spoke about earlier in the show about uh, the lack of speed in races and Clint Johnson Porter goes forward on Harmeek. We all had it in the breeze. Yeah. He ends up in front and stewards want to reef him in and have a chat about it. Like, just what? 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 Shouldn't, like, shouldn't, what, shouldn't the, how shouldn't is, the how chat? How on earth is that? How the, on earth is that the one? Shouldn't the chat have been why didn't the my Marlena lead or whatever the horse was? Well, my Marlena. I think they wanted to lead on my Marlena. Um, it's just. Clint just, yeah, he got to the breeze. He said, you know what? They're not going quick enough. I want yeah. to lead. And I think, I don't think he went in a stupid tempo. No, I don't think, I, I don't think it's he did breezed, It's breezed at two of its last four. Like for them to question that, that just makes other jockeys probably go, oh, we probably don't want to lead here because I'm going to get queried while I'm going forward now. Like that was just a, that was just a, I don't know. He just rode it like a horse. Like, he just rode it. I, don't, I didn't see I, I anything. Thought, I thought it was more on my, was I, thought it was, I thought it was more on my, my lane. Like it led and won the start before. Why wouldn't, why would it hand up? Like well, it, ex- yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? So that's just, that's just bullshit. Now the horse, um, the horse that featured heavily in our uh, mastermind semifinal, testing love. Um, mm, and super first up. Super on the leader first by up. Uh, drops three kilos. Paddy Carberry, the man, the one of the hottest hoops in the country. He just keeps uh, keeps uh, riding winners. Does Paddy um, could be could be a bit of a fly on the ointment type horse? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Second, second definitely start, second start for Stephen Rowe. So I wonder. I'd love to know the sale price because testing Love's form was was tremendous. Like yeah. even it, its failures were days that had proper excuses. Um, really surprised that one's just been a dispersal sale loss and not really discussed. I never I never saw it for sale personally. Yeah, um, they, they had that. They have a uh, they had a private. Beard. Private Peter's sale, and it was there was mm. a tendering process. Um, uh, Peter's investment sales, I think the website was called. There's a tendering process, and so I've been looking for sale. I think Dunbar and Testing Love went through the same sale, so there you go. Okay. So Dunbar is um, now with Pete Fernie and Testing Love, Stephen Rose. I'm pretty sure they were two of the offerings in the the last Peter's investments private sale. So yeah, okay. Um, mm. Oh, he's got himself a nice one there, I think, Stephen Rose. So, yeah, I reckon. Um, yeah, if, he, gonna... if he can get that anywhere near its best, yeah, it's more than capable. So, um, you know, I'm going to have a look at this race on the day, BJ, and make a determination from there. Hard to tip against Harmika, but as I said, I, I don't really feel like it's a necessity to dive in at $2.90, what I'm looking at at the minute. Now, could you make a case for something random like the top weight false statement? Didn't it run a couple of big races at Ascot? At some yeah. stage, at big prices. So, uh, see, was yeah, only, oh, see, was so, only beaten two lengths in the Batavia first up. Uh, pretty good form for this. 
Her one first up last campaign, beating Beret in, in Kalgoorlie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's trained out that way. Um, yeah. But it's run last in a recent trial, and I think a few people will probably pen it from that. They yeah. go back and have a look at that trial, and who's run second last is Elite Street. So yeah. um, you'll find that it wasn't the worst trial in the world. It was a hot trial. Yeah. 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 It was. So a I'm pretty very sure. Hot trial, pretty sure it came so. to town. Yeah. After that Kalgoorlie win, you're right, Terry. And then it's run fifth to Magical Dream in a 72. It was. Plus. St- it was stiff too. Yeah. It was and then, stiff it, a few then times, it ran. So. Then around fourth to Bright Diamond in a 66 plus. So tell you what, if it if Felicity Forbes Ives has mm. this horse anywhere the, near the anywhere near Cherry, like how's this? It's run fourth to Bright Diamond, Gunmetal Grey, and Angelic Miss, um, coming from second last in Beat Home, Chili is Hot, Shan Talk, State Attorney, Pooley, the Fagazi. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a big box ticker in that sense. So I think there'll be uh, some people interested, but it, it's probably not one that Betfair finds all that hard, I don't think. So you might you might get something silly in it. Um, I think that just naturally with the two three-year-olds, BJ, yeah. drawing two two good gates, both landing in the first six, um, I think the, the the market will, and it should, yeah, it in should all fairness, yeah. gravitate to those two pretty hard. But um, there will be some minor trust issues with yeah. people with those two. So, yeah. And then also um, just one more thing. On the day that it ran mm. fourth, last uh, 23rd of October at Ascot, ran fourth by Magical Dream, Secret Plan, and Hot Z. The Fagazi beaten 1.3 lengths. I can hear BJ just, he's absolutely sold this to himself, I reckon. He's going, hang on, I found one here. We're on here. Yeah, we're on. Get on. We're Gary. on. Gary. We're on. That's Ke- a Gary. I like it. You found your best. Ke- uh, Kesh Duran on board. Uh, just, yeah, just think that those two, three of Phillies are going to be heavily, heavily in the market. Um, probably a touch of unders, really. So if there's something a bit out, outside the square, then uh, the toppy false statement at its best could give this a shake. I like that, BJ. <laughs> I like just, that. Just I, working actually, it out. I'm, just I'm, working I'm it out in real sure time. No, I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm still really undecided how I'll attack this. So uh, most of the day, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not really going to have a pre-post, but I'll probably back special view pre-post, I think. That'll be... That'll be the depths. Oh, scan dollar each way. Yeah, that'll be the depths of mine. Who cares? No one cares. All right, let's take a break and uh, we'll be back with our Betfair Bests, our Maddies and our Lays for West Speed Platinum Autumn Series Final Day. It is now time for our Betfair Best betting propositions of the day. Terry, what's your Betfair Best? Uh, I don't have one, BJ. I really, I really don't have one, but I'll give you one. Um, I'll go with race three, horse number two, special view, around 6, 650. Uh, really nice speed map. I think it'll be in front for a long, long way. And, um, yeah, the two that are chasing it came out and blow me out. The one thing we didn't touch on earlier as well, BJ, is um, they're both sort of queries at the mile as well. So, mm-hmm. while special view is a proven miler. So, um, yeah, Jet Stanley out in front. I, th- I think it's the right price to have a, a reasonable bet. Special view, Hayden Ballantyne, uh, Guru, uh-huh. teaming up there for his Betfair Best. My Betfair Best, I had God, of, God Has Chosen marked well and truly oh. in the red. I think God Has Chosen uh, 210, 215 at the moment. I think that's a, that's a good price. He will bounce back and uh, he will uh, get uh, tongues wagging with a dominant victory on Saturday. 
Tell you what, I reckon BJ's just trying to shorten the price of God has chosen because he's that keen on export man for his mate Stevie Wolf. I know what you, I know what you're doing, here, BJ. I'm seeing these tricks before. Uh, uh, who's your lay? Who's your lay? We're going to go to your lay. All right, I'm going to take on Tommy Upburst is my lay Ooh. in uh, race five. I think the two dollars thirty or two dollars thirty five forty at the moment is. Uh, well under my price, and um, as I said, just trying to just trying to get a real good feel on where Brandon Louis is at since arriving in WA via Tasmania. So for me, I think that Tom Lee outburst is um, is my lay for the day. All right, uh, my lay of the day, price wise, Galactic Storm. Um, definitely not saying it's impossible. It's just yep. well under my price. It's sub three dollars. So race six, Galactic Storm, BJ, and your Maddie. I talked myself into it, as the listeners no doubt heard uh, in in real time there. So, uh, my form <laughs> my form study on the run has come up with my my Maddie in the last number one false statement. Uh, best available at the moment twenty six dollars. I don't mind that, BJ. Like when you go a bit mad, tell you what, your Maddie's over the journey. If you just followed and win only over the journey, <laughs> whew, can you imagine the profits would be showing? Um, units, Maddie, units. what am I going to go? I'm really struggling for a Maddie here. Yeah? I'm going to all up. Um, maybe I should all up special view and scan dollar. You get about 70 to one if you do that. But uh, for an individual one, I'm not backing this Is that this mad horse, or okay, bananas? That, that just might be bananas, eh? Well, I'm gonna. That's my bananas. I'll give you a Maddie as well. Um, I'm not going to be backing this myself unless we hear the tactical announcement. So monitor the races WA Twitter account. Um, if they announce that they will ride gorgeous gossip forward, BJ. Oh, here we go. Um, yep. I reckon they can cross Pat Scott Sass. It's a really quick horse. She is, and she's yep. run some really good races behind really good horses. Um, with the Easterly and player, I reckon she can give a big kick in a race where it's not that strong. So um, gorgeous gossip will be my Maddie. Um, on the proviso, we hear that they were riding it aggressively. Otherwise, I won't be having a bet. Very good. Very good. Lisa Staples, Paul Jordan there in race six of the day. Gorgeous gossip. That is Terry's Maddie. Well, Terry, we uh, you're away on uh, a brief holiday down south. Spending my frequent fry money. <laughs> school holidays is uh, is slowly but surely getting the better of me. The kids go back to school on uh, Tuesday. Fingers crossed. Pray for all the parents out there. Uh, Terry, uh, it's been a pleasure to uh, zoom in and uh, record episode 123 with you. Most importantly, we've got our final for Jockey versus Trainer Mastermind next Thursday, Mitchell Pateman versus Jordan Turner. Yeah, now looking forward to that one. It should be a uh, yeah, ding dong, a little bit of a few barbs already thrown around from uh, from Mitchell Pateman. So I'm uh, yeah, very, very, very much looking forward to the. It's going to be a, uh, gonna be a big, big build up. Anticipated. Yeah, it will be 100. But first of five, it's going to go longer than the podcast. Yeah, and it's the first time we've done a podcast in person together for about three or four weeks. So yeah. this one, this could be a six, seven hour job next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if um, especially if there's a few interesting incidents that are uh, at or the many race no. we got over the uh, over the long weekend. Um, but no. Uh, Hopefully, sure it'll be instant free. Hopefully, everyone, all the boxes will be ticked and uh, everything will be running smoothly there. But yeah, can't wait for the mastermind next Thursday. We're gonna have to do a big build up on Twitter, I think, leading into yep. it. Um, we'll get a guest as well. We'll get yeah. a guest tipster on. Um, I haven't actually spoke to him, but we'll get someone on. Don't forget our walk-on songs, listeners. So if you got a got a yeah. walk-on song for Jordan Turner and for Mitchell Pateman, send them through. Can't wait. Have you got any ideas? Have you got anything coming? No, no, that was my idea. The walk-on song, and now I've just got to sort of get uh, percolate on uh, on what suits Mitchell and uh, and uh, 
um, Geordie ahead of the. Uh, I reckon Mitch would be going like a Venga bus. <laughs> the Venga bus is coming and everything. <laughs> there he may. Right, we're going downhill rapidly, so I'm looking forward to the final next week. But until then, from the one one. Oh, 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 o